The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and the scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them he addressed this parable. What man among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert, go after the lost one until he finds it? And when he does find it, he sets it upon his shoulders with great joy, and upon his arrival home, he, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because they have found my lost sheep. I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she does find it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me because I have found the coin that I lost. Just the same way I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Then, he said, A man had two sons. The younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country. He found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. He longed to eat his fill of the pods in which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough to eat, but here I am dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him, and he was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fatted calf and slaughter it. Let us celebrate with a feast. Because this son of mine was dead. He's come back to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the oldest son had been out in the field. On his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fatted calf because he hasn't back 
safe and sound. He became angry. And, he, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. You never gave me even a young goat to feast with my friends. And when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughtered the fatted calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead. He's come back to life again. He was lost, has been found. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My friend Jack taught me how to tie flies for my fishing. They're easy to tie, fun to fish, and they work. Actually, that's the rules for my when I write homilies. Easy to write, fun to deliver, and I hope they work. My friend Jack died and he left me in his will. And I was sad that he died, but I was excited that, because I had never received an inheritance before. No, I didn't get a car. I didn't get property, I didn't get a lot of money. What I inherited was hooks and feathers. Now, why would he give somebody a bunch of hooks and feathers? The reason why is because he knows that I would use them. Because he taught me how to tie the flies. And that's what I do. With the, with the hook on the, on the vise, I tie up all my flies. I go out and I fish. And I catch lots of fish with the flies that he taught me to catch, to use. And all the other fishermen who are not catching fish are looking at me saying, well, what are you using? So I show them. I says, I'm using Jack's fly. And they say, oh, is it easy to tie? I go, oh, yes. And they're fun to fish, and they work. And the reason why he gave me the feathers and the hooks is so that because I, I would use them, and I would be carrying on his legacy. I would be doing the same thing as he was doing when he was here on earth. Now, in the story that we just heard, the youngest son asks the father for his inheritance. And we figure, oh, the reason why is so that he can carry on the father's legacy. He fix up the farm with the money. Maybe buy a few oxen with a little bit of extra horsepower to, to work a little harder and get more things done. Maybe he use the money to expand the property so they can grow more crops. Maybe uh, go out and uh, get some more hired hands. But that's not what he does. He doesn't use the money to carry on the father's legacy. He goes out and he leaves town. What? So the story says that he goes and he spends all the money. Then there's a famine, and then he has no money and no food, and he's starving. So he returns to his father because it's a farm, and farm you have food. The son, of course, is not returning to the father because he loves the father. He doesn't say that. He's not returning to the father because because he has compassion on the father, because he's worried about the father, that the father might be worrying about him. 
Now, on the other hand, we have this, the other oldest son, and he has no compassion either. He has no compassion when his, when his brother comes back. He has no compassion on his father, who had lost his son and now just got him back. No compassion of the two sons. But the father, lots of compassion. His first thing he sees the son, he hugs him, and then he puts a ring on his finger, he puts clothes on his body and shoes on his feet. The fatted calf is slotted, there's a big party. Then he goes to the oldest son and gives him everything. He gives him the whole farm. Why is the father showing so much compassion to the two kids that have no compassion? I'll tell you why. Because that's their inheritance. It's not about the farm. It's so that they will have compassion, so that they will continue the legacy of the father. Why compassion? Why would somebody leave the kids' compassion. Because compassion's fun. Compassion is generous. It's all kinds of full of gifts, parties and music and festivals and feasts. It's complete and total sunshine in the heart and the soul all the time. Compassion is wonderful. We never really find out if the sun's Carry on the father's legacy because the story ends. But of course, the parable is not about the kids. It's about us. Are we, who are the kids, the sons and daughters of God, are we carrying on in our lives God's legacy here?